morning everybody uh we're thinking about the whole macros approach and stuff recently so with the app i want to just reinforce a few points you know, you've got targets for protein carbs and fat right in reality what matters is you hit your protein target and you come within your calorie targets on average over the week that's all that matters your carbon fat intake can be whatever it needs to be just as long as your calorie target is in the zone right now, I am going to add a feature to the app that lets you hide your carbon fat bars on the app so you don't have to see them. So you'll only see protein and calorie targets. So that might make it easier for some people. But at the same time, it's also good to know if we prefer to eat lower carb or higher carb. Like, as in, if we want to become our own scientist, um, it's brilliant to see how we react to lower carb, higher carb, lower fat, higher fat, making sure we're hitting enough fat. But what I will do is if you do hide the carbs and fat, We'll have a safety feature involved that says, you know, if you are going too low in your fat, because we will know where your fat intake is, um, we let you know, because you, you, you don't want to be going too low on the fat. So that's a new feature I'm thinking about, just because I know I, I, I say it on the podcast and stuff like that about this interchangeability, about carbs and fat and all that, but in the end, like, if it's going to help people to simplify things, simplification's always good, it's going to be worthwhile doing. And I'm also thinking of adding in um, zones. So instead of having a protein target, there's a zone, you know, 100 to 120 grams, say, and your calorie zone could be like, you know, whatever your target is, say, 1600, 1600 to 1750. And that's realistically, like, we don't expect perfect numbers, but we don't want to confuse people either. But I'm just saying this to you now, because I want you to, to know the process behind the scenes. You don't need to be perfect. And if you're in a fat loss target, and you... Um, Say, for example, your calorie target is 2,000 calories a day and you pick fat loss. And then you, so that's 14,000 calories in seven days over a week, right? That's, if you hit that, you're going to lose one pound of fat. But at the end of the week, your total calories is like 15,000. So 1,000 more from the target. You've still lost fat, right? You've still lost fat. You've still lost about six, 0.6 pounds, you haven't lost a full pound, roughly, because you haven't hit the one pound of fat average, but you've still made progress. So it's important that we don't think that these targets are absolute at the end. Like, they, they, are, they, are, they are there, they are quite accurate, but you don't have to be bang on with them. So it's kind of like saying, and I don't really want to go down this path because I feel like it makes people even more fascinated, like more thinking about numbers, and that's not the goal of Turtle at all. It's never to be like, get obsessed with numbers. It's like, look, this is the reality. This is what scientists, as a scientist, as a mindset of that, we want to learn about our bodies and what we're putting in. Carbs for performance, fats for hormonal processes, stuff like this, protein and all that. So we want to learn about this, and to learn about it, we collect the data to understand it. I think that's a fundamental, very important point, and that won't change from the masterclass, for example. But giving you more options in the future to do different things, such as hide carbs and fat and have zones for your macros or zones for just protein and calories is important. Um, but it could be another option to add in. So, for example, you might say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Now, I I don't like this because like you don't know how much you want to lose really unless you're like really, really overweight and like I need to lose like 50 and that's a target. That's great. But some people might be like, I don't know, I want to go back to the weight I was when I was 18, and that's now my target, and if I don't hit that target, it's going to be suck, and I'm going to suffer for that. So having targets, I find, like, end targets, like specific numbers, it just doesn't sit right with me. Um, but if it motivates people, 
I'm thinking there might be an option where you could say, I want to lose 10 pounds, right? And I want to lose 10 pounds and I'm losing about 10 to 12 weeks. So a pound a week. So say to, you want to lose it in, instead of a pound a week, say you want to lose it in, you know, 12 weeks. So if you think about it, you want to lose 10 pounds, which is 35,000 calories of, you know, as a deficit. So it could be that instead of looking at your weight and your, um, yeah, your weight loss each week, we're just looking at eating into this bucket, this calorie bucket, this deficit. So at the end of week one, you might have had, you might have built a deficit of 2,000 calories and you would have taken 2,000 off. Another week, you might have only done 500 calories in the total of the week because it's been a busy week and that's basically maintenance, right? Or you could do it and you've hit one pound a week, which is three and a half thousand calories, right? So it could be that instead of us being like, oh, let's hit these exact macros, we could focus on, it on the protein and calorie side and be like, hey, if you want to lose 10 pounds, you got to you have to create a deficit of 33, 35,000 calories. Now, we can chip away this more once a week, chip away it more another week. We can chip, we can not chip away this week. This week's hectic. I'm not going to chip away it, but I still need to track so I know where I'm at. So I'll still track, but I can't chip away it this week. But next week, you might go, I can chip 500 calories, maybe 1,000. I'm not, you know, I've got a lot of social events. And I think this might be an option to go down as an option. So I'm just saying this out now on this podcast because people listening and I'd love your feedback, but... Again, that's putting a bit like, oh, I'm going to lose the exact amount. And um, we need to be, we need to allow ourselves to go into maintenance with ease, right? And there's no mental block to go into maintenance. There's no, oh my God, I really need to lose weight. It's like Christmas week is coming up and you're trying to lose weight, but look, the world's against you. You're out socializing, you've got to do this, you've got meals out with your family. And it's just not worth it to think about fat loss during this phase. And it might not even be worth it to track your macros during this phase. It might be that you want to do it to check. And a lot of people have done this and they've been quite shocked and it's been a, it's been a, a process of discovering like an adventure and that's fine. It depends on the person. But you might say, I don't want to track at all, uh, but I'm going to be mindful. But then don't lie to yourself and say, I'll do that. But then when it comes to being mindful, you throw it out the window and you have way too much to drink and you eat way too much and you know that's not going to be the right option. You're going to feel like, you're going to feel terrible for it. Just well, there's no, there's, look, there's no, when you go out for food, <clears throat> when you go out for food or drinks and you decide to not have that dessert and decide to not have that two or three extra drinks, like from 11pm onwards, because it's a pointless, you go, do you know what, I'm going to go home, I'm not having that dessert, I'm not having the three or four drinks I would have had, right? I've had enough. It's good. I've had a good time. I've socialized. It's amazing. You go home and wake up the next day. You're, never, you're not going to think the next day, oh, shit, I wish I really did have that extra dessert and three extra drinks after 11 or 12. No, you go, thank God, because I didn't need to do that. I just didn't need to stay there and keep drinking or keep eating. I just, it just didn't need to happen. He was just doing it for the sake of it, going through the motions, right? And it's all it takes is to cut some of those down and be more moderate, and then, you know, have meals over Christmas, not just snacking, and before you know it, this Christmas period isn't tough at all, if anything, you enjoy it more, you're like, well, why do I, Why am I making it out to be so bad in my head, it's not that bad, you know, I find summer more difficult than Christmas, I mean, summer's drinks and all that, people, that I find that more difficult than Christmas, no doubt, but what we do tend to have is that three to five day period from like Christmas Eve, to no man's land before Christmas Eve, um, to New Year's Eve, where it's just chocolate nibbling all that. And that's really up to us to change the environment really, isn't it? Like how much more chocolate do you need to eat? How many chocolate bars do you need to consume between, you know, Christmas Eve and 
New Year's. And even if you don't gain a lot of weight from it or gain fat from doing the just continuously eating, we all know how we feel at the end of that period. Terrible. So we need to start being intelligent about this. But at the same time, being very loose, not being very rigid. Rigidity is not the way to go. If there's no rig rigid diet, like how many recipes do you guys now have through Turtle? We have got about 600 recipes, about 200 that's been fully costed out, right? They are there for you to eat, but people will still want more recipes. More recipes isn't the answer. More meal plans isn't the answer. More rigid diet plans isn't the answer. More structured training isn't the answer. The answer is when you wake up that day, you are freestyling, you can eat what you want. And if you've got targets to hit with your macros, you just track and eat and you can eat this, you can eat that, you can go to Sainsbury's, you can have a meal deal, you can go home, you can cook a meal. You can do whatever the day flows, right? That's really it. There's no need, you know, having 300, 400 recipes in the back pocket and do shit for you. You know, you might, you're gonna eat the same foods for the rest of your life. Don't lie about it, don't lie about it. I know you, you will eat the meals you like. You're gonna keep eating the meals you like. It's gonna be about five meals you keep going to. Five meals is probably three breakfasts you keep going to. There might be one recipe you find out in the future that's revolutionary and you go, oh my gosh, amazing, it's now a staple, right? But typically, <laughs> we eat the same foods, so don't, don't lie about it. When it comes to breakfast ideas, you know, we have, we are quite limited in really what people have. They have the oat, the oat club, you have the oats, the prots, you're proting with the oats, people love our, love our. You have the eggs, you know, the, you know, the omelette crew, you have the bagel crew, um, you have the beans and toast crew, I don't know. You have the tea and biscuit crew, um, and you've got the cereal crew, you know, you've got the, you've got the lucky charm crew. If you're in the lucky charm crew, you've got problems, guys. <laughs> I mean, please check in, please check in with us. Lucky charms. I mean, that is the American, it's American drugs. I mean, it's mental. They, they actually have to change the labels on them, don't they? Something along those lines. They're so, like, there's sugar, then there's sugar from the Lucky Charms. Um, so you don't have many options there. But then when it comes to your lunches and stuff, what options do you have? You take something in from work, you have the meal deals in the supermarkets, you have the ready meals from the supermarkets. Like, you know, what can you be bothered to cook on bulk, on batch? And what can you, what access do you have to have food in, the, in lunch? And then for dinner, if you're in a relationship, you've got a partner, husband, whatever, and kids, it's typically a meal that everyone has to eat. So you're limited there as well, right? So more rigidity, more options for rigidity doesn't actually work. You have to figure it out yourself. That's the part of the, this is the part of the process where you, are, you genuinely have to become your own scientist and look at your life, look at the, the recipe, look at the look at your look at your past, look at your history. That will tell you your eating patterns. You you think you're gonna completely change from whatever you're doing now to eating three different meals every day based on new recipes you've got. It's not gonna happen. It just doesn't happen. That's like going into a clean eating mode and going into eating like chicken and veg and stuff like that. Only times it happens if you've got an end time saying you've got a goal is like five weeks away, six weeks away, and like it's on my wedding or whatever. High motivation to be very strict. Right, but I don't think we need to be strict in the food we consume. We just need to be strict in the sense that where where's your weaknesses? Is your weaknesses in? Have you ever tracked fully, honestly, for a day? That's one question. Have you ever tracked fully, honestly, for a week, including weekends? Because if you haven't done that yet, it's an experiment to run. And I'm going to be building these into the app as well. Um, experiments to run in the app. So like A/B tests in the app. So you say, I want to A/B test. 
um, lower carb option in my diet versus higher carb, or lower carb versus lower fat. And we'll go off the research guidelines, so it's never going to be too low. But you know, back no diet's the best diet, right? This is clear in research. It depends what people can stick to. But you know, you can A/B test. You how you know how much much of a difference does it make to your training, to your mood, to your stress if your carbs are higher versus when they're on the lower end? Well, the only way to find out is to run the test, right? So we have to run these tests. And it could be like training three times a week versus five times a week. You know, how does that end up? How does that how does that play out? You know, hitting your fiber target versus not hitting your fiber target. You know, run that test. Run the test of hitting the upper end of the protein target versus the lower end. What does that do to how you feel fullness from food? How your training is? Are you soreness? Is there a difference? We don't know. We can't know until we run a test, but we're gonna make it easy to run these tests and then we're gonna give you the numbers, which will be quite cool. Um, but I think that's the first thing to look at. If you're a very poor tracker and you've never tracked honestly and you can admit that and you, you're just not going to be doing it over Christmas type of thing, that doing that properly, you'll have the biggest insight into your eating and there's no bigger lesson than looking, in, looking at our own eating habits with clear vision. No, uh, no conclusion before you start. No, I don't eat that much. Don't bring any of that to the table. Just come to the table, empty-minded, and go, right, I'm gonna track. I'm gonna track what I usually eat, and in weekends, I'm just gonna be honest with it. I'm not gonna judge you, I'm not gonna moan about doing the track, and I'm just gonna do it. And you will learn a hell of a lot. For you people that have done all the tracking before, and you know now what a, you know, one glass of wine is, you know what a, se- a serving of cereal is, you know what X, Y, Z is in terms of serving sizes, you quite, if you've done it for a while. You can go into this Christmas period a bit looser, you don't have to track. You know, you don't have to go on track. You can kind of use your head, and you've and you've got, and you know that you've got that skill. Though. That's the that's the really the uh, the important part. So it's very individual going to this Christmas period, but there's support there. Obviously, we've got a lot of support with Turtle. This is the last week now for annuals. Oh, some for annuals, platinums. You've got your one-to-one calls with Ryan Williams. Hopefully, you're, they're going well. Um, with the gold members, you know, get on get on the, the group chat in the Mighty Networks or in the, in the WhatsApp groups. So there's a lot of support to make sure we are planning and getting ready for Christmas. And it's not a bad thing. It's not, not we're not saying this plan is gonna be exactly turns out that it is, but we just need these kind of like contingency plans. That was a hard word to say. Contingency, contingency plans. Because um, we don't wanna freak out. We don't wanna freak out over Christmas. I mentioned this yesterday and I mentioned it again. We don't wanna freak out. So we cool head. So hopefully that was a bit of an insight into what I'm thinking about what we're going to be introducing into the Turtle app soon to make it easier for you, to give you more options and to give you more tools to become your own scientist of your own life. And we're going to sync it up to more wearables. We'll be able to pull in your sleep automatically, your training from Apple Watch automatically, all that stuff pulling in automatically so you don't have to enter it. Um, And then from that, we can really be the all-in-one place for wellness. We're not far away from that. So there's no other app doing that combination of stuff. Um, So yeah. That is the plan. It's just exciting stuff, isn't it? Mega exciting. But let me know what Christmas presents you're all making. I want to know what you're making for Christmas. Maybe start making some gifts. I'm going to make a photo collage album. did one years ago. took me ages. But it's well worth it in the end. And I'm going to do my annual review this week as well. So I'll share that template with you guys so you can all do it. But other than that, use this as your prompt to get you one big thing written down today whatever that is, work, life, financially. Like, I, I've, I've took, it took me months to cash a check 
It's only like a small check from a refund and from like a storage thing. I've had that for months. I've had it since actually February about it. <laughs> and I'm just that the banks are on the corner. I was like, fuck it, why is that? I still haven't done it. I was like, right, one big thing, fucking cash our check, man. When well, I did, they obviously did more things that day than just that, but you know what I mean? It's just such a simple mind trick to do. So get your one big thing down and uh, speak to you soon.